Hello listeners, welcome into episode 218 of Caitlin's Craft Collective. Today I've got a blather with same storm but different boat. What's your boat? Cheer for the essential workers. Hello section. Anime Mimi section. So, get your cup of tea, or your dram, or your ivy drip, and I'll let you know what's cracked been in Caithness this past week. I'll leave this music to run just a little bit more because it's quite nice. Right, you're stuck with me now. <laughs> Make sure that I'm loud enough. So, listeners, how are you this episode? Um, we'll start with the blather and I'm sure you've heard this phrase recently that well first of all it started with oh we're all in the same boat and then it became well we're in the same storm but we're in a different boat and I thought "Mm, that's more appropriate what boat are you? I haven't yet decided Rich has decided he wants to be a viking boat Daisy decided she was going to be a speedboat but this is to think about how we each cope in the pandemic We are all different situations, some more privileged than others. Also, you may live beside each other, but when you come together and look at the same storm, you have come from a different house, a different background, different politics, different life. How we come together to meet at the fence matters. We need to appreciate the stuff that got us to the fence and remember that it is different, no matter if you live beside each other your entire lives. So our craft stashes are all different. Some are so proud of the cashmere or the big, huge, humpty-dumpty-sized jumpers worth of Robin Blend because it's what's precious to them. What have you got that's precious to you that's lurking? Have you brought it out yet? Has it called to you? Let me out. I'm in here. Have you lined it up for the next project? Or if not, have you even cast it on? Or have you just pulled it out of its cupboard? Is it a piece of fabric or is it a ball of wool, a ball of yarn that you've hand spun yourself or even dyed or even got from the sheep itself? It's all very personal. A very wise sewer once told me that to use the best fabric and thread that you can afford because it'll be nicer and better to work with and it'll last better. The part you can afford is the important part. If you don't have silk or cashmere, don't fret. What's your most precious stash you have? Because if it was a present, it could be a memory. The colour is perfect. Just unleash it. Don't save it for good. This is the good. This is the rainy day. At some point we'll emerge from this, some battered and bruised, some looking unscathed, but all of us have faced that storm this year. We deserve the best that we have. All of our mental health will have had to batten the hatches and toughen the glass. This is Mental Health Awareness Week and um, this year it couldn't be even more prevalent than ever. We do talk about it occasionally but I think that this year just take yourself a wee moment to look after yourself. And it is, it's really difficult. Do whatever it is craft-wise, it makes your mind lighten and your boat sails smooth. Maybe it's nothing, maybe it's just sit beside it. Not everybody can do stuff and don't feel guilty about that. But maybe you're the opposite and that's all you can do and you can't focus on anything else. And that's okay too. But don't suffer. There is help out there. Because whilst we are in different boats, we are in the same storm. I think, after all, I want to be a tea clipper. They seem to be quite elegant and beautiful to look at. They're kind of fast and they're used for a purpose. (laughs) Although I'm not that fast. So I've passed out all your life jackets and I wish you all plain sailing. Right, so now we'll have the tapping on the phone as I try and figure out how to press the effects off and on. Because you know I'm really good at that. So this is our weekly cheer and clap for the essential services. They're quite loud, so watch your ears. And. <laughs> um, and this episode, I thought we would dedicate that one to all the laboratory staff who are doing an extremely important job doing all the testing just now. 
they've probably been underfunded for years in the UK and hopefully now they're throwing money at you. Um, my own niece works in a lab and uh, she's actually in this field just now. So you are our future. You are the future of mankind. And let's hope soon that whoever it is finds a vaccine or something that can help humanity can gain a bit more um, ease of being about other humans. I'm not going to say normal because who knows. But maybe it is better we don't go back to what was before and make it a better normal. So, uh, yay to all you guys who are still working. And um, Scotland, we're still in lockdown for another 10 days. England has opened up a little bit more. Wales and Northern Ireland are sort of the same as Scotland. Um, we were announced that things will be opening up a little bit more in Scotland, but we still need people to social distance. And today I realised that some of the children going back to school who say are shielded, they won't get back to school for we don't know how long. And it's quite difficult. So um, just a wee, a wee mental hug for you though. Uh, so it's not, it's not going to go back to normal. It's just a different phase. So just be careful and moving on. A lovely hello to Marta Schmarter, who has got lockdown hair. <laughs> You're not alone. I'm lucky because my, my hairdresser cuts my hair in such a lovely way that whilst it need, it's getting long, it's not too messy looking. So, um, Marta, come over and get my hairdresser to cut yours next time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? Uh, no Butterfly, who's been at the sewing. Joy Lynn, who's looks like she's breakfasting with bears. Seems to be quite a big bear too. I'm fascinated with bears. I actually think I just prefer teddy bears or bears in the zoo. Well, no. Bears in a different country. I'm not so keen on zoos, but yeah. That's the only places I've actually seen real bears. Uh, Aunt Betsy Nitz and uh, Twins Ellen and Hannah K. Ross get in my pocket. Hannah, who put lovely messages on the Ravelry thread because the... Partly it's because I've not been doing show notes, so I've not really been linking it to Ravelry. And partly that's because of my laziness and I haven't turned my laptop on much. And because um, I'm using my work laptop, so I feel like I'm getting computer time. And then other times I'm using my phone for fun. So phone is for fun and laptop seems to be for work. And I just haven't really kind of gotten the oomph to go back and put show notes on. So the Ravelry thread has kind of died a wee bit. And it's not that I didn't think you were listening because I've been getting messages occasionally and it's fine. But I probably still would do this even if very, very few of you listened. I did wonder one day what would I do if nobody listened and then I changed the subject in my head. (laughs) And a final huge thank you to Diane Hughes who sent me a package last week. Richard shouted through because he does the post. Um, he sort of unravels everything and puts the package in, in either the recycling straight away, the bin or the fire. And then he shouted, he says, you've got a package. I was like, me, I haven't ordered anything. And he looked and says, well, you've got a package. So of course it comes through and I was like, oh, I've got a package. And it was wrapped beautifully in tissue paper. And as soon as I saw the address, I was like, oh, is this from Diane? Oh, so she sent me a really beautiful tote bag with some nice fabric and inside was some tea bags, a bar of soap, lavender soap, which I love the smell, a little uh, beeswax um, hand balm, which I'm going to keep upstairs because I took the other one I had downstairs and sometimes when I'm upstairs, I need some hand balm. So I don't know what it smells of. Can you smell that, listener? Sniff. Sniff now. Yeah, especially you if you're on the bus. I hope you've got your mask on. Sniff. What's that smell? It's quite fresh. I don't think it, it's not lavender, but it's not... I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm, I'm rubbing my hands like now. Um, I'll stop because he'll be making noises. And there were some lovely tea bags. And lovely tea. 
me and Richard both love the tea. Um, I think it's English tea shop. So we were looking that online and didn't see if we could get them in Tesco's. And, oh, and a lovely, beautiful ball of alpaca. Now, I picked this out and I've been knitting, and I'll talk more about that in a wee minute, but the colours, Diane, are exactly the same as what I've just been knitting with. <laughs> I just could not have gotten them more the same. So maybe I should knit myself a hat with that, or a headband, or, or a... I don't think if I'll make a bandana, because I don't know, maybe I should make a little bandana. Anyway, so it was really, really nice, and I was just so touched, and it absolutely, it made my week. So thank you, Diane. Um, absolutely no need for it, if you need. But it was just so kind, and I want to know how much it was appreciated. So, yay! I don't know, I have to do a, a, a special effect for Diane. Uh, we're, we'll go for cheer. <laughs> That's, of course, not a, a, a hint to you that, oh, you must send me something, because that's not at all what I mean. I mean, in the, thank you to Diane for actually going to the post office for a fact, start and doing that. So, um, oh, moving on. really going to do what to crack but I've actually just remembered something um I don't know about you but I was really really angry last week <laughs> I just rage about what the British government were doing and maybe it was just me mentally going I'm sick of this but I know why I'm here but I'm sick of this and nothing I couldn't sell to anything and I thought well I'm not going to say anything on a podcast because I'll just be angry Quite a lot of other people were angry last week as well, so it wasn't just me. So if you had anger, you weren't alone. Um, and also, this isn't got anything to do with why I was angry. Um, we got chickens. I hate chickens. I know lots and lots of you like chickens. I don't like... What I hate is that... Oh, the dog's going to woof because the postman's coming up next door. Um, I might pause. Right <laughs> Sorry. The, uh, pretend that didn't happen. The postie is gone. We got post as well. Goodness knows what it is. Um, so Richard sorting that out. But I started looking at a magazine. Where was that? Oh, so we got chickens. Now we've got six and they're just at point of lay. Um, and the bairns are looking after them with Richard. The reason I always said that we weren't going to have chickens was because I had never had chickens when I was growing up and I had no idea about them. Whereas he did and... I uh, also said that we wouldn't be able to go away after on holiday because we've got nobody close by to look after them, whilst we love our neighbour very much. I don't really feel the need to ask them to look after my chickens. However, um, Richard's not going to go away. F- well, he's due to go away next month now, <laughs> but at the time, I says, well, we'll not, we won't be going on holiday anytime soon. Um, so if we're going to get them, we might as well get them this year. So of course they all jumped at the chance. And it turns out that I had said, if you get chickens, I get a sausage dog. Oh, listeners, I want a sausage dog so badly now. But um, we've also said that we're not going to have two dogs at the same time. And Buko is currently neurotic enough with having the chickens. So a new sausage dog, an actual sausage dog, won't be in my life anytime soon. But Maybe when, eventually, me he live for many years, when Buckle does eventually go, maybe we could get a sausage dog in an Airedale. Because <laughs> that's the dogs we've always wanted. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, Rage Week. And then chickens. So the chickens are settling in. Um, the bairns are actually really, really good. I'll go check, see that there's six out of their hut and look at them. And that's all I want to do because chickens kind of scare me a wee bit um, with their peggy peggy beaks and their beady beady eyes that look at you like you've, they've got no soul and their scratchy scratchy feet <laughs> they're actually not as bad as I thought they were going to be but I'm quite happy that they're at the other end of the house and I don't have to do anything with them apart from eat their eggs when they start laying I do not wish any harm at all to come to my chickens 
I just don't want to have to look after them. So, which is one of the reasons why I said I didn't want them because I knew I would end up doing it. But so far, Richard's home and the bairns are getting set up and they're getting pretty good at actually letting them out, making sure they've got food all day and then putting them back in. And eventually, um, when things come to the point of we can actually go somewhere for a while, um, if we don't, we'll probably have to give them away to someone um, because they'll be too young to put in the pot. So that is the chicken... Uh, and they do have names, which, you know, uh, Cartman, Feathers McGraw, James, no, Jake and Aylwood. I'm pausing there. You wonder why. Why are they called boys' names? Cartman, because he's fat. Feathers McGraw from Wilson Gromit. Jake and Aylwood. Have you got it yet? Four fried chicken and two slices of toast. Or is it? You want to hang on that toast? Nope. <laughs> uh, Blues Brothers. And marshmallow, and I can't remember the last one. There's something random that Daisy made up. I don't name mine. I don't have any. So yeah. So uh, that is the what to crack in our house. There's stuff going on in the yarn world. Nothing that I can think of that is jumping out at me. Uh, so we'll move on. <laughs> I have been finding that the Sewing Bee programme is an absolute oasis on a Wednesday night. Um, you jump in, you think, oh, I could do that much better. Then you actually think, hmm. And their time limit, probably not. Um, but you can kind of guess which way it's going to go. As soon as one of the judges says, yes, and you shouldn't use stretch fabric cuts to someone who's using stretch fabric, <laughs> it never goes right they've not been disproved yet and um this week it was laundry week and oof, the basque pattern that they gave them to do was pretty full-on so um didn't make me want to make one anytime soon but it's 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 inspiring because they're all sewing and I know quite a bit of the things. It's all in the fit, listeners. No matter what you dress make, it is all in the fit. If you've got the fit right, most of the rest of it, you can fiddle round, work round, go with the fabric it suggests to do. Don't go off sewing bee and don't uh, because it very rarely works that way. The reason that they tell you to do that is because of experience. And, yeah, I mean, feel free to prove me wrong. I don't mind at all because it's not my fabric you're cutting up and wasting. But um, I find it really inspirational and it does make me want to sew. And then I open up the pattern and look at my dress and go, oh, yeah, I got stuck on that and I haven't started it yet. But um, I had bought the April edition of Sew magazine before. I think it was on the last days before lockdown thinking oh I could make loads of clothes when I'm in the house um, not realising that I wouldn't be able to concentrate for most of it and also now I've lost confidence in the fact that I can do the sewing however I read it through and there was two patterns in it and one's actually disappeared with my mother but um, I actually think I probably would have made that it's a dress and it's a versatile dress and you can make it one, two, three, four, four ways, what, like long, short sleeves, which is actually most patterns that you get give you that sort of, um, at least two or three choices. But the other one that I like is a frilled top and the top has got a um, detail down the back and it goes from the right shoulder to the left hip. And it's a frill. And it's just a sleeveless, or you can put sleeves in, a summer top. And I thought that would be nice for the office. <laughs> Maybe for next year or, well, uh, we're actually supposed to get in before the summer holidays and in June. But there won't be any children there, so I don't know how, I won't really need to be too posh. However, I gave the magazine and the patterns to my mum, and my mum made the dress. 
so which I don't Roger at all because it kept her entertained for a while and mum likes dressmaking so I quite enjoyed it I had some quite nice information in it and some nice patterns so that we were down getting messages to mum on Wednesday and she gave me the magazine back and um, also she gave me one that I, she must have been shopping herself how dare she I want to wrap my mum in bubble wrap. Um, so she gave me back a McCall's pattern for a pinafore dress. And this is from Love Sewing, Learn to Sew for Fun. And it's patterns designed for the beginner. Mum thought of me. So, well, she actually thought of Daisy, because Daisy would wear this. This is Daisy. Daisy loves pinafores and is perfect. So I need uh, for... Daisy's kind of wearing size 8 now because she's getting taller um and so i kind of need 1.6 meters or 1.9 i don't think she'd wear the flared one so i'm gonna say about 1.6 meters of corduroy denim cotton blends or velveteen oh, velveteen doesn't it think you make you think of the velveteen rabbit and then just want to rub it, love it and make it loved so much that it knows all the, the velveteen rubs off Oh, poor velveteen rabbit. So, um, but I need to get buckles and I think I need interfacing as well. So I basically need to buy the fabric and the buckles and the interfacing. And you know, by the time I bought all that, I'd probably have been cheaper buying the pinafore. But it's not the thing, because then I can make more once I've got all that. So really enjoying the sewing bee for the inspiration um but i did do some sewing the past fortnight and with richard and sandy's help because sandy had to do it for his uh, pse which is it's like guidance i can't remember what it actually stands for personal social i want to say economics but i know that's not right um so they had to do a task for how to figure out how to make a face mask. So I says, well, you can help me make this. But then I got all territorial about my sewing machine and my area. And Richard's like desperate to help. And so I'm like cutting it up with my um, rotary cutter. And he's like, oh, can I do that? And I'm like, no. Oh, no, you've not been trained in the rotary cutter. And then I thought, no, no, train him in the rotary cutter. But this isn't straight lines with the ruler on the rotary cutter. This is curved lines freehand. So, some quandary here. Do I just let him rip and see if he cuts himself? Because that would be bad. And it's very, very easy to um, cut yourself on a rotary cutter. Always, 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 always have the blade on its guard. Doesn't matter if you're not using it. It's very important because I've touched a rotary cutter just touched it i wasn't even like putting any pressure on and it woo the cup so uh yeah there's your health and safety announcement for that so we used some fabric that i had my stash from do you remember when i did the terry pratchett heroes swap well i was sent some johnny cash uh, fabric and it had a pattern of johnny cash's face on it and this is from a spoon flower uh, fabric design I think it was Lady Wigan that sent me it, and I've kept it for good. So, because Richard loves Johnny Cash, and it was actually uh, Nip British Louise, or sorry, Woolworth Louise, that suggested that I used it, I went, oh, that's a good idea. I'm not sure if I want to use it on Richard, though, but, uh, you know, I'll, I will, because then obviously I'm going to make me one. So we got some a couple of patterns, and um, I don't remember the first one I used. But I, I went to, there's three or four that uh, the Twin State Designs latest episode, Ellen was talking about them and they had some put some patterns down. And the first one, it was okay, but, uh, well. And also, what, what somebody somewhere on the internet had suggested using uh, hair bubbles for the elastic if you didn't have any elastic. So I used some of the millions of hair bubbles that, Daisy had lying around and I, I mean it fed alright it was okay and then I saw a pattern 
uh, and it's called Tiana's Closet and she's good she's got a um, YouTube video along with the pattern tutorial which you need because whilst the pattern instructions are good uh, to me it didn't make any sense whatsoever until I watched the video and now I've made what one of it and I even did buttonholes I nearly forgot to tell you about the buttonholes I've never made a buttonhole on my sewing machine so got the book out got the buttonhole foot on and practiced and watched a buttonhole being made it was amazing so moorish I didn't quite get it exactly the size I wanted it it didn't really matter for what I was using it for um if I was on the sewing bee I would obviously practice but uh I was so delighted I've made a buttonhole. So I still need to do a little bit more practice on making the buttonholes, but I've made buttonholes. The world is my oyster. And we just made two. He's used them every time he's gone to the shop, but I think as uh, our lockdowns ease, we will all need them and we'll need lots and lots and lots of them. So I also saw a pattern of um, from button counter and this is more of the square well rectangle one with the pleats in it so I'm going to try making one of them and then I was looking on Instagram and one of the very many handsome Korean actors were there and he was wearing a mask so I was having a wee bit of a zoom in on his ears and it seemed to be actually part of the fabric of the face covering so it was joined on the nose and then the face, uh, the ear part wasn't elastic. It was part of the uh, face covering. So that was uh, another thought if you don't have elastic. I found <laughs> some elastic in a Little's premium sewing kit box that I bought. I didn't think I had any elastic in the house and I was looking for something in my stash and I was having a lovely time myself going through some old boxes that um, I had from other people's stash. I was like, oh, this is so nice. And then I thought, mm. you know when you get old ladies' um, old sewing box stuff, sometimes you find like, hooks and eyes and buttons and bits and pieces. Well, there was elastic. Or, no, sorry, I was looking for elastic, but then I found these little premium sewing kit boxes and there was a um, bit of cardboard that had the elastic wound around it so I used that and Richard liked this one because you could well as you put it over your ears you uh, draw strand underneath your chin so the, the elastic is it goes around your ears and then goes runs down a channel meets below the chin ties in a knot and then it gets pulled tight so and then you can also put in a bit for above your nose to just pinch it a bit tighter to, for a tight snugger fit. So we like that one. And now I know how to do it. I think I will rattle off a few more. And um, it, was, it was nice to actually use the sewing machine whilst I was territorially guarding against them. Richard was all for using it. And I was like, yeah, 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 you can use it. But not just now. Don't talk to me just now. I'm buttonholing. This is important. <laughs> he probably very easily could. I was just being rage, I think. That's what it was. Maybe that's why I was so ragey, because he was in my craft room and he wouldn't go away. But he was so excited because he was helping. <laughs> so I've got them in my future to make. I still see lots and lots of you doing them. And also, um, I've not, I've been to sit in the car park in Tesco's, well, and I'll do the book bank. Well, he goes into Tesco's, so I don't need to speak to anybody except my children. And then I'll go and put the stuff to my mum's, and we're two metres back, and <laughs> swapping things back and forward. And it's like, right, you go back in your house, and I'll take this out. Here's your stuff. Remember, you have to wipe it all down. And uh, right now, you can come out, but we all have to stand two metres back. And now we're going because it's cold. Thankfully, it was nice weather on Wednesday. And... One Wednesday, home didn't look great, um, and this Wednesday she was full of the joys. So I think, you know, um, just that bit of human talking helps. And hopefully this helps you too. 
hopefully just me prattling on either saying Hanaki Ross to sleep nicely. Go to sleep, my Hannah. Close your pretty eyes. I can never hit that bottom note. Um, <laughs> that's my lullaby songs. <laughs> Maybe just disappearing into my nonsense land helps you. Because that's the whole point of me doing these just now. Um, actually, that was one thing I was going to put in what to crack. I did go into the me, me, me section noise, didn't I? Yeah, I did. I just don't want to make sure that I haven't missed out some uh, Division music, because you know I like to have it. Um, I have never been more thankful that I decided not to do the retreat. Because since I decided not to do the retreat, I was like, oh, I'm really going to miss May, the end of May, for when all the retreat friends come up. And as sort of me, end of me is coming up, I thought, oh, it's going to be really hard this year. And I have never been so more thankful that I had already decided not to because I would have lost a lot of money um, because I would have had to give all the holiday money back. And I'd imagine by the time I had got the money back, if I had already paid the natural retreats, which I don't think think will probably survive this just they weren't doing very well beforehand i would be surprised if the company survives this um if by the time i got their, the money back from them i probably would have already spent quite a bit on the bits and pieces that i do for making stuff so i've probably been a bit in debt for this so i'm in that respect and the stress part of it um and the disappointment part of it I'm actually really glad that I had already decided not to. And plus it means that all you guys who were going to come up, because obviously there would be all of you, um, you don't now have to have that disappointment of feeling that you're missing it out now because the decision wasn't yours. Well, if the decision wouldn't have been yours anyway because it would have been the Scottish government saying lockdown's on, everything's shut. But you wouldn't have put the money in and the effort. So... Hmm. Maybe next episode we could have a virtual one. <laughs> Not that I can go to John O'Groats unless I cycle there. But um, the Sea View is starting doing takeaways this week. It's been pretty much closed because it's a hotel. And whilst he's been selling supplies that he can get for the hotel, uh, they don't have any other income and obviously it's not good for them. So they've taken the decision to start doing takeouts and um, <laughs> I'd imagine most of the John O'Groats area just now will be sitting, waiting on their takeout from the Seaview Hotel in John O'Groats. You do get a, a nice pub meal from there. Hopefully they will still be there afterwards. <laughs> I think they probably will actually. Um, right, so that is the sewing. And hopefully some of you guys have been sewing with the inspiration from the sewing bee or other people online or just having the fact that you've had to dig your sewing machine out. Hopefully the fact that you're having to make these masks is not putting you off doing other sewing. Maybe the other sewing is kind of getting in the way of the masks, which I think is probably mine. So um, knitting, I have a finished object. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to give myself a clap. Hold on two seconds. Effect. A clap for Louise. <laughs> so narcissistic, isn't it? Uh, I finished the Optimism Tea by Imsky Knits, or Mel, as I often refer to her. And this is a swingy wide top, sleeveless jump, not sleeveless, it's got cap sleeves. And it's stripey. The original pattern is for using linen. And it's a Quince and Company um, yard, linen that she used. I used Space Cadet Maya, which is an 80% bamboo, super, 20% superwash merino mix. Um, and I had five mini skeins of 20 grams and one 100 grams. And I think I've got about 40 grams left. I've used pretty much every single bit of the mini skeins. And uh, Mel's pattern is in two colours, 
whereas mine's is not. Mine's is in the five mini skeins plus the 100 gram more solid. And the way that the mini skeins have been dyed, it looks like there's way more co colours in it than there actually is. But um, it's been... Uh, it's got soft colours. Really quite a fast knit. I started this on the 16th of April. It's the 19th. No, it's not. It's 20th of May today. I think. Yeah, I think we're on the 20th of May. It's Friday. It's almost one o'clock. <laughs> uh, possibly the 19th, possibly the 20th. I did use the calendar today. I can't remember. 20th, because Monday's the 23rd. So, no, that's a lie. I have no idea when it is today. I don't even know what day it is. This is terrible. I know what day it is, I just don't know what the day is. But I started this t-shirt, what's t-shirt, top, jumper, top, sleeveless jumper. Hmm, it's a top. <laughs> it's supposed to be kind of like a light summery affair because she made it in linen, whereas mine's got the bamboo, so it'll be slightly warmer. But, and I really did want to make it in the linen, but the linen I've got is double knit and this is a four ply pattern. And it's so simple. You couldn't even just do this in one colour. It doesn't have to be in the stripes. Um, if you just wanted a really quick knit. Well, it's stocking knit, but you're knitting in the round, so basically just knitting. Uh, there is a detail up either side, and the linen, she doesn't have rib on it because of the linen. There's no rib on any edge, as in the bottom edge, the sleeve edge, or the neck edge. But because she had it in linen, it didn't need it because it sat properly. Whereas, because I had made it in bamboo and merino, it curled, obviously, at the bottom. As I'm doing it, I'm thinking, why is this, this going to curl? I should have stopped there and then and um, gone back. And in the sleeves, it is a garter um, sleeve cap. So instead of rib, there's just garter stitch. The bottom and the top, there's sort of just started and stopped because the linen doesn't need it. But I showed her it and she says, you might want to go back and put an I-cord edge on the bottom because it might curl. And because she'd said that for the bottom, I thought, mm, I think I'll do that for the top. And so I'm knitting on the top and I'm looking at it and it was quite a wide neck. I don't want a wide neck. And Richard says, yeah, maybe a little bit more in. So I decreased a bit more. And then, then I decided to do the I-cord neck. And the first time I did it, because I put in two or three extra decrease rows, by the time I had done the I-cord ne neck, I, I could get my hand through it. So it would have been like three armholes. <laughs> and I also did the I-cord in a corresponding colour. So I've got a green neck line and um, bottom line. What's that called? Rib at the bottom. There might be a fancy name, I can't remember what it is. So I undid that and then I took out one of the decrease rows, did it again, couldn't get it over my head. Ugh. So I took it back to where I had started the decreases. I think I had to redo the decrease row. I got it to that and then I did the I cord bind off of the neck and it's perfect now. I am really, really happy with the way it looks. I wouldn't have thought that they were my colours for a top because it's quite light. I've, I don't know if it's going to be too light for dark jeans. But um, I'm really happy. Although I'm going to have to watch what, what I'm wearing underneath because I, cause there's stripes on a yoke. I look quite busty and Richard noticed this and mentioned it. And um, I went, hmm, as I was very conscious of looking down, going, hmm, okay. I don't know if I'm happy about this. So I'll have to wear watch, watch what lingerie I'm wearing underneath. So I'm not quite so um, aware of it. <laughs> I'm trying to say this so it sounds okay. And because it's totally stripes. And I was quite conscious that it's horizontal stripes. And um, I think it's got quite a nice drape to it though. It's not maybe as wide as the skinny model is wearing on, on the not-so-skinny-me. But, and also she's got a, a drape of a linen. So, you know, this is probably why when designers say this is a linen pattern, 
I mean, if you don't do linen for the pattern, then hell mind you, listeners, hell mind you. But I did discuss, this is what I've got soon. She says it'll have a nice drape and it probably does. Now, the reason I'm saying it probably does is I did try it on last night, but this morning before work, I washed it and it is sitting looking at me on the blocking board. And I have blocked this properly because I want the pattern detail at the side not to disappear into a roll inside. I would actually love this in linen, but because the linen I've currently got is um, double knit and the pattern is for four ply, I would have to buy some four ply linen. <laughs> That's not happening anytime soon. So I, I'll maybe find something else for the linen because I think it might be quite nice to have a nice summerish top in the colours that I've got. And I'm not too scared of doing the stripes either. There was a lot of weaving in ends and sometimes my weaving in is not very good. That's something I really, really need to work on, uh, weaving in neatly and making sure that it doesn't unravel ever. Um, but it wasn't, it was two nights work and then I kitchenered it last night, which I actually did drop some stitches a couple of times in this pattern. I think just the yarn's quite slippy. So occasionally I would look down and that, some of that is complacency on my side because I was so comfortable. Nit, 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 probably drink, 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 nit, drink, nit, drink, nit, drink, watch Korean stuff. So not looking at all at what I'm knitting. And then I looked down and went, when did that fall off the needle? So, yeah. But when I was uh, blocking it, I, <laughs> I'll come back to this, um, I didn't find anything that has fallen off. Saying that, remember my, um, oh, what's it called? The stripey one I wore last year to Edinburgh Yarn Fest. Um, I moaned about it quite a bit. The stripey one. Beautiful fit. No, the name of it is not coming to hand, but it's grey and has the tits out collection pink through it you're all screaming at me what the name of the pattern is and I'm sorry but I've forgotten um, so I'm sitting there with uh, Angela and Louise having a coffee through by in the wee cafe bit at the side away from all the people but there was people and it was my people so it was good but I needed a little bit of space from all the people and just have some people at the time so I looked down and we were talking about what I was wearing and goes oh and it was at that point I found a dropped stitch. <laughs> so obviously I do drop stitches and sometimes just don't notice them. Listeners, I'm ashamed to say the safety pin clip that I put in that day is still there. I have washed it. I just have not yet sewn that in with a bit of thread. Yeah, do as they say, not as I do. So, um, if you if you want a summer top, if you've got some four ply linen, maybe not all in one colour, or maybe in all the colours, or you don't mind weaving in ends, or you just want to do one colour but you want a shape, look no further than the Optimism Tea by M Ski Knits, because it it's making me happy and it's giving me a little bit of optimism about the way forward. Um, yeah. So thank you, Mel. Because she gifted me the pattern a while ago. Actually, she she gifted me the yarn too. <gasps> Mel, oh Mel. I sent her a picture first thing this morning of it on the blocking board. So I'm hoping that when she wakes up from her Alaskan time, it'll be the first thing she sees. So I must catch up and have a good chat with Mel. Uh, so that is that. It's going to be a little bit sad not to talk about that now because I have actually really enjoyed sitting working on it. Because I think maybe a lot of the time I was it was sunshine when I was working on it, and it's just nit, 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 all the whole day through, and that's really nice instead of rub 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 rub. So I haven't actually touched. I'm moving on now. Uh, my oyster catcher since I spoke to you last, but this is by Sue Stratford, um, by the Bird in the Hand book. So, um, hopefully get this picked up and worked on soon. I've taken it downstairs and I thought it might be a nice little sort of palette cleanser from doing a bigger thing. And then, listeners, then I'm going to... Oh, I did do a little bit more spinning and I'm going to make a rustling noise. 
I hit that, but sorry. So my, um, what I was spinning, I don't think I told you last episode, this is Hand Painted Roving by Ilga Janssons and it's Tropical Lagoon Superwash Wool 4.1 ounces and edgewoodgarden.com. I've not checked that they are still on the go. I did check for who I got the yarn, the um, the roving from last episode. Now I'm going to make a bit more uh, noise here because I'm opening the book. But Upstream Alpaca's Etsy shop. Beautiful. Oh my, I'd love to buy some more of that. So if you have got money just now and you live close to them in the USA of A, or it could be Canada, I'm not too sure. Upstream Alpaca's Etsy shop. Oh, lovely. Really, really nice. Um, it was just really nice to work with. I'm um, spinning this a lot thinner this time. The superwash must be merino. It doesn't actually say merino. Hmm. I assumed it was merino, but you know, you never know. Well, I'd rather it wasn't superwash because doesn't that mean it's been treated? Hmm. Trying to get away from that, but it's a stash I've had for years. So use the stash. I've got silk to use next. But I've done one bobbin and I've started the next bobbin and hopefully tomorrow I'll not be moaning that for going out for a run or doing fizz or weeding or whatever it is madness that Richard has decided I have to do. Because that's what he was wanting me to do this afternoon. I was like, no, 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 I've got podcast to do. Bye-bye. Because <laughs> that's how you deal with my husband. So, um, but I have been running this week and actually quite enjoyed one of them <laughs> not so much yesterday but the other two were awesome so it felt good to be out running and um so i'll get back on to doing a bit more of this and hopefully i think it'll end up being maybe sport weight it'll not be dk and I, it certainly won't be enough to make anything big but i'm going to apply the two bobbins together and It'll just go in the stash with the other stuff. And I was looking at the alpaca that Diane sent me, and I was looking at it going, oh, please match the other alpaca. But it kind of doesn't. So I'll just have to let it talk to me and see what it wants to be. Um, now, on to yellow cone talking, because uh, that's really what I want. I want a yellow cardigan. And I asked Angela what she made with her... I'm pretty sure she had a red cone maybe it was a yellow cone but she's definitely used this type of wool because i love it and she sent me a bit of it before and i would knitted with the same wool but different colors and i says what did you make with yours i've forgotten and she says it was a good old by cecily glout mcdonald and i went oh yes now that is a short version of the new wool that i have made by cecily glout mcdonald and i used blacker tweed for mine and it's quite a heavy winter cardigan but it's got the cool pockets that are sort of you make you're gonna have to get your fingers out here right, so you get your fingers both fingers in front of you and you've got triangles that come put your fingers together and then go away again now you've just made triangle shape now take the corners of your triangle shape from the middle and pin that back to the cardigan to make pockets and that's how she does it but the the good old one is a little cardigan i think it's even got cap sleeves but the new one has got longer sleeves and um well again the model's this skinny thing so it's very streamlined whereas the presenter of your podcast is maybe more of a different shape <laughs> i'm not putting myself down i just am not the same shape as i was before lockdown because of my own bad habits However, the running started and the drinking of the wine is not going to stop. So I'm just going to have to do more running, which means less spinning. Oh, listeners, it's not fair. Oh, it's not fair. However, eh, life is just not fair. So I quite like the idea of doing the good all, but I was wondering if I could maybe make the new all just make it into the good all. Because it's not dissimilar. It's just got longer bits. I'll maybe have a look at that. Or I might just go with a lush because I've got that printed off. And just, yeah, 
because I like the lush. I'm not all that sure that it was the best pattern for me, for my shape, but I like the lush. And I know that Joe Shiny Bees has about a million of them. And some of them she un she took out. Angela still never finished hers. Angela, we're going to have to start Gal Coke again. Get Angela's lush out the corner and finished for Christmas. This year. Angela. She's still got to sew them buttons on that she bought last Edinburgh Yarn Fest. Not this year. Last year. And it's not like you don't have anything to do right now. Angela, come on. Get your lush finished. I'm sorry, I've, I'm a bit bossy to her. So, <laughs> that's my subliminal message for her, just to see if she's listened. <laughs> and then, I'm not going to say anything. And then, uh, 51 minutes later, I'll get this barrage of abuse on WhatsApp. <laughs> so, listeners, that is my 51 minutes worth of... I didn't really do an awful lot, but I did finish a very nice jumper. And I just want to share the jumper with you. Um... Let's hope that all your boats are seaworthy and fit and that the storm starts to ease. Um, let's not have the tsunami of a second wave. Please be careful. Uh, wear the masks. If anybody shouts at you, that's not patriotic. Just say, well, the coronavirus does not read the Constitution of Rights. So, yeah. Um, and be like New Zealand. She is awesome. So, listeners, take care. And I'm going to leave you with this really, really nice uplifting music. Because when I listened back to the last episode, I was, oh, I was sad that mess finished. So, this is a minute and a half's worth of nice music. So, keep on crafting and be safe. Obviously, this is me playing the piano. I hope it's loud enough. I'm going to turn it over. I was going to tell you. Uh, sorry, I've interrupted your lovely well, uh, mellow moment here. We did record drums, but Richard recorded them for his podcast, which I was very drunk last Friday night. Four drums. <laughs> so once he's edited them, we'll put them in his podcast and I'll tell you and send you the link. We'll put the link in my podcast. I will not show notes for them. But he stole them. I had rage. You can tell why. Right, back to the nice music.